Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. What's up, Chicago? I'm Erin Allen, and this is The Rundown. So, Valentine's Day. There's a lot of emotions tied up in this time of year. For the folks who are in love, good for you. As for the rest of us, well, there can be a lot of frustration, some indifference. Some of us are happy. We ain't got to worry about it. And for others of us, there's some sadness, even crying. Actually, there's an event coming up in Chicago that leans into that crying, in a way. Crying at the Shed is a a three-day film festival that's going to be happening at the Salt Shed uh, over Valentine's Day, so February 14th through the 16th. And really just trying to program uh, a bunch of films that sort of tie into human connection and heartbreak and love. This is Chris English. He's the senior marketing manager at the Salt Shed, and he's also curating the festival. Actually, the programming goes beyond just film. There's going to be a social event called We Met at the Shed, where you can meet a new friend or even a date for the night. The whole festival is this kind of alternative to your run-of-the-mill Valentine's Day events. It's not a traditional anti-Valentine's Day event, but it's a little bit deeper than your traditional lovey-dovey, you know, standard rom-com type of event. There's also a major music component to this festival. They're bringing in musicians with some connections to some of these films to perform. So when I sat down to talk to Chris about the festival, I also talked to one of those musicians, Doug McCombs. He's a bassist and guitarist as a solo musician, but also with a few different bands, including Tortoise. That band came together around the time one of the films playing during this year's festival originally came out, the movie Paris, Texas. Doug says that film was a big inspiration for the sound he wanted to create with Tortoise and another band he's in, Brokeback. And he's going to perform some of that music at the festival. We'll get into Doug's music in a little bit. First, I wanted to know how Chris went about curating the festival, started with one of my favorite films. You know, we built the programming around Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. So that was the first film that really came to my mind as I was concepting this out. Yeah, one um, of my faves. Yeah, it's a fantastic movie. It's it's really inventive, um, uh, but it's it's really a lovely story about these two people connecting and memories and identity. There's just a lot of um, topics that it covers. So as I was sort of building the programming around that, I sort of wanted to to think about what would complement this movie, um, what type of vibe am I going for with this programming, and how can I build off of what we're doing with Eternal Sunshine? So uh, Little Fish, which is the movie that's opening for Eternal Sunshine, I was speaking with the director, uh, Chad Hartigan, about that film, and it was inspired by Eternal Sunshine. So made sense as a a double feature. Um, And then In the Mood for Love in Paris, Texas, um, similar uh, type films, very artistic. Uh, The cinematography is great in both of those and really, um, really moving stories. And that sort of pairs well with what we're doing with Eternal Sunshine and Little Fish. And then the Before Trilogy, 
you know, some people say it's the one of the best love stories um, that's ever been told because it's told over the span of years. Um, so there's a little bit of a novelty in, in showing all three of those movies in one <laughs> night to see, you know, how dedicated are people to watch this trilogy? Are they willing to sit through, you know, six hours at the salt shed for it? And well, I uh, mean, and we're not gonna act like you know none of us has <laughs> has ever sat through six hours of binging Netflix. That's, that's a so good point. So let's just yeah. you know we treat it like that. It's not as comfortable as as your own home, but yeah. it's, it's it's comparable. Yeah. You know, we really just wanted films that would make people feel something. Yeah. And that is uh, sort of the the crux of the programming. So, Doug, um, I know one of the films is one that has really inspired you over the years, Paris, Texas. Tell me about this film. What is it? What is it about? Um, I mean, you know, it's it's about a lot of things, but it's I think it's about a man trying to come to terms with some things about himself or possibly trying to um, rediscover some things that he had lost or misplaced Mm -hmm. um i think it's also just about a mood i mean there's not you know love stories aren't always great a lot of a lot of bad things can happen uh when you fall in love with someone too you know it's Mm -hmm. it just depends on um how things pan out for you and um i think for the main character in paris texas it's things just didn't go right yeah, tell me about what you loved about this film. Well, I mean, so there's there's that, but there's a there's a big part of, of personally to me the the soundtrack yeah. plays a, a huge role in this film, a huge, huge, huge role. Um, and it might have been not the first time that I noticed what film music was doing for a film, but. Mm-hmm. Um, because of the the barren aspect of this film, it it's 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 more upfront, and you are aware of it more mm. than than I would have been as a person, you know, forty years ago, um, trying to understand what film music was doing. And mm-hmm. so um, that had a, a huge made a huge impression on me the, the soundtrack and the way it worked with the film. And um, and so that's when I started. Um, thinking slightly differently about the music that I was playing and mm-hmm. stuff. It made me aware of the the different approaches that you can take to, to putting different feelings in your music. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of it has to do with um, space, harmony, melody, and how you can structure those things to um, to say what you're trying to say with the music. Yeah. Chris... Tell me about choosing this film for the festival. How did it make the cut? I mean, you got a little bit into that earlier, but yeah, can you lean in a bit? Yeah, um, you know, I think Doug touched on, you know, some of the things that make it such a fascinating film. Um, You know, one, the score is extremely iconic. Um, It's as much a part of the story as anything happening on screen. Yeah. And then the story itself, you know, about this main character and there's just like a lot of different elements that sort of tie into the festival and uh, like a sense of longing and trying to put 
the pieces together and and to to work through things and there's a lot of quiet moments mm-hmm. that linger and are pretty unforgettable yes. um, especially near the end of the film and you know I don't want to give any spoilers um there's a lasting impression that you get after you watch it and it's hard to hard to put that down like those thoughts away because it's such a powerful uh movie um and it just really sort of fit the vibe of what i was going for for the film festival Doug, I want to get into some of the music here. Um, first of all, can you just, I don't know if you can, can you describe some of the sounds that come up in the film that really illustrate um, the sensations that we really pick up from it? Well, um, I mean, you know, on the, on the surface, the the soundtrack the, uh, by Ry Cooter is... Um, revisiting of some themes played on acoustic slide guitar and um and that seems like it but really what it is is like a um using the the sound of the guitar in the recording studio and some of the harmonic resonance of other things that are in the studio with him mm. um and there's there's a lot more um, going on than than you hear at first listen. It's very particular, and I think it's something um, that seems simple on the surface, but I think it's something that they worked at. They worked on very hard in yeah. the studio. One of your songs um, that kind of I think gets to the eerie sensation, right? Of like, where am I, and what has happened to me? <laughs> <laughs> um, that Travis, the main character, goes through um, is to to coolness. When I listened to your music mm-hmm. before watching Paris, Texas. I felt all these different emotions, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like I was kind of going on this emotional journey. And then when I watched the movie, not that you scored the movie, but you know, there's there's the inspiration there. Mm-hmm. And then I listened to your music after, I just kept thinking about the film itself. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, and I, I wonder how that lands for you. I mean, something that happened when I started making more music like this, um, I guess, the main transition being around the early days of Tortoise in the early 90s was that we were thinking about how film music to us was um, not only something to aspire to, if possible, but also something that just stands on its own as um, pleasant to listen to. Mm-hmm. and. And we weren't the only people that had that idea around that time, but there was a there was a there was a lot of that happening then, and it was it was instrument you know instrumental music inspired by film music that wasn't for films, 
there's a lot of gray area there. It's like um, making music without images, but um, striving to make it interesting without mm-hmm. the film. So that was a challenge of ours to like make interesting music that um, wasn't necessarily grabbing for your attention. Yeah. Anything you want to prep us for? I mean, what what can we expect from how you're going to show up and perform at the festival? I'm going to try to play something about a half an hour of like music that would be appropriate for um, Paris, Texas. Okay. And I like to improvise a little bit during Ooh. some of that too. So yeah. So some of it, you know, may go somewhere strange, but um, <laughs> but yeah. The movie's strange, so yep. it's on brand. It's fitting, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and then you'll get to hear the real soundtrack afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to prime us up. Yeah. Chris, there's going to be some other programming besides just films and music um, at this festival including another iteration of what y'all have been doing called We Met at the Shed. Can you tell me more about that event um, and how it works as you've been doing it here and there? Yeah, absolutely. Um, So our director of programming, uh, Mary McKean, came up with this concept, um, We Met at the Shed, which is, you know, targeted towards people who want to connect at shows. So, you know, a lot of people whether they just moved to Chicago or they don't have friends with similar, um, you know, band interests as them, they go to shows by themselves. Mm -hmm. And um, we met at at the Shed as a sort of an event to get these people together. Um, You know, there's a common interest uh, in terms of their being at the same show, like in the same bands. Um, And, you know, making a connection and, you know, with the hope that, you know, they might have a show buddy or maybe they'll find love, Um, (laughs) you know. uh, There's a lot of different possibilities that could come from that. But essentially, uh, for some of the other shows that it's been at, um, when doors open, we have a designated area where people can kind of come, meet and greet. There's a little questionnaire that they can fill out and sort of trade answers with oh, people. Oh, so this is an active, it's an active very intentional, okay, yes, gotcha. Yeah, you have to participate in it. Yes. Um, you know, so somebody like me, just anxiety provoking, I'd be just like, <laughs> I can't do this. Um, but you know, it's been, it's been a huge hit. I feel like people have been craving this type of connection at these shows and um, you know, we thought crying at the shed, I mean, it's the perfect opportunity for people to get together and, and have that connection. Oh, and, yeah. Um, and yeah, so we're trying to get that scheduled and programmed for crying at the shed and, um, you know, hoping to do it at more concerts as well moving forward. Yeah. You know, I know the salt shed is still a new venue and it's huge and it's a dynamic space. There's a lot of potential in your role, um, in marketing, I wonder, you know, what you're excited about going forward, especially looking through the down the barrel of 2024. Yeah, I mean, yeah, the salt shed is just getting started, and we're just unlocking um, the potential of the space um, for this film festival. I mean, ideally, this is the start of something that continues on um, in years to come. Okay, and 
you know, there's just a lot of potential for other ancillary programming at the salt shed. I mean, we've already done pretty large vintage markets, um, yoga sessions. Um, oh yeah, I saw that coming up too. Yeah, yeah, we've got another one coming up soon. And, you know, it's like, what other creative outlets can we explore as a venue um, to really broaden the scope of, you know, how people think about the venue? You know, most, most venues like the Salt Shed are very specific to music and, you know, it brings in a lot of people that really like the bands that are playing there. And we sort of want to look beyond that and turn the Salt Shed into a place that people just want to hang out at regardless of who's playing. Yeah. So I feel like the film festival is a start and I think we're just going to continue down that path of turning it into a creative hub that people can, can spend their time at. Chris English is the Senior Marketing Manager at the Salt Shed. Chris, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for having me. Doug McCombs is a bassist and guitarist. Doug, thank you for being here. Thank you very much for having me. Crying at the Shed runs February 14th through the 16th. For tickets and more information, you can head to saltshedchicago.com. And that's it for today. Thank you to Justin Bull and Sarah Stark for producing The Rundown and to Ariel Van Clee for editing the show. Brendan Banizak is our executive producer and Ethan Schwab engineered this episode. Our theme music is by Louis Weeks. The Rundown is produced by WBEZ Chicago and is a part of the NPR Network. I'm Erin Allen. Thank you for listening. I'll talk to you tomorrow.